What's going on guys? Nathan Aranda here. I'm back with Rojo and Aiden and we have two very special guests. Childhood heroes, childhood best friends, rulers of Fairfield Ranch, the Dawson twins. What's Go up, ahead and guys? introduce yourselves. Oh man. <laughs> Alright, it's me man. It's uh, the first half of the Dawson twins, uh, Brian. Uh, you know, I'm just here. I'm excited for you guys and uh, I can't wait to see what we're talking about. Yeah, Brandon uh, Dawson is the name. What's up? What is up, guys? Glad to have you on the fucking pod, dude. I am excited. This this has been a long time coming. We've been talking about this since uh, since the beginning of the pod. Yeah, Yeah, I promised you, man. I promised you. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about it. This isn't the last one. So, in this episode, we really want to go over to start the music that has come out in 2020, more specifically albums, and. This year, it's been kind of a half-assed year for music, but that's for sure for a reason though. Because of the pandemic, it's been, you know, I I guess tough for artists to get out there and then drop music. So we're just gonna talk about the music that we listened to this year, and you know, kind of go off of our favorite albums. So I mean, I I think I'll start the in my opinion the best album that I listened to this year. Tickets to My Downfall by Machine Gun Kelly. I really hope you didn't say that. I really did. Listen. <laughs> yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. I, I really t- hope you didn't say that. I think you texted me about that one time when I, I was did. like super busy. I what, did. What was all the hype about? I didn't even get to like look at that. What happened? So for me personally, I really like the album because I'd never really listened to Machine Gun Kelly before this year. I mean, I knew you who he was. You never listened to Wild Boy? No. His album lays up? No. Damn, dude. I'm, I, am I the only one? I mean, I just... You, you, you the two the people that the Waka two people. Flocka? Wild boy, I'm a, I'm a wild boy. No, I don't, no, I don't think so. There's a rainy bill. Dude, you, you, have you listened to that? I've definitely heard that one. Dude, you guys should listen. That shit's a banger. Is it good? You like Machine Gun Kelly? I mean, fuck. Okay, okay. I was just I was impressed with his singing ability and the overall like quality of the album. In my opinion, the, the, the flow from the first song to the last song all was just so well put together. It, it really made me a huge fan of Machine Gun Kelly, especially him transitioning from his, his rap, which he was before, to more of an alternative punk album. And, you know, g- growing up, I listened to Green Day. Green Day, I remember... You listened to Green Day? I listened to Green Day growing up. I remember sitting in my mom's room, like getting ready for school in the morning, and... You got MTV on, and you have Green Day music videos playing, mm. and so that always that that kind of music always just kind of stuck with me. I always had a certain spot in my heart for you it. You feel like that is definitely an influence, you know? Definitely, definitely. And so this kind of reminded me of those days as a little kid. And really, it, it, I can listen to it. What you think that, and is any other type of influence to that album besides Green Day? Did you like, you know, like kind of think that it's uh. uh is there anything new out of this? Like, uh, like, is he doing anything for the music that genre specifically? Maybe mm. that's uh, gonna be good long term for music. Like, do you think that he's doing anything new, or is he just? Do you think that uh, it's one of those just nostalgic albums? I mean, if I, if I can, I feel like I have a good answer to this. Like, where, 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 like, I think what I'm asking is like, where, where do you think this is gonna like this album's gonna be in like twenty years? I I feel like this album is. Almost like a cover of the genre, you know. Like he he definitely puts his own spin on all the alternative songs, but he doesn't he doesn't 
uh, introduce anything new, really. Mm-hmm. He keeps it mm-hmm. simple. He takes his influences in, like Aiden said, and he, he really just vibes with... I guess I think he, he might stick with this genre, but I feel like it's almost essentially a cover. Because like I, I didn't even listen to that album, so I, I'm not, yeah. I can't even say anything about it, but like what I'm hearing... Like I think like the first thing that like someone would critique would be like uh, is he is he sounding like a fanboy of this genre? Is he I don't think the there's genre? any innovation within the album itself. Cause you gotta own punk. You can't you can't can't be a fan of punk. Yeah. I, okay. I can see what it you're saying. Excel in the genre. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like now in today's time there isn't really kind of like that icon for punk music. That's true. You know I I mean I couldn't really tell you an icon that that is out there just. You know, fucking punching holes in the wall and and talking about his fucking depression and all the shit inside that he has for the punk genre. Machine Gun Kelly being the icon for the punk genre for me is, I I mean I haven't seen an icon out there that has really been that that model for the genre. I mean, there's nobody out there that you can really name or that I can name that is what you see the face of it and for me he represents that with this album is he's a modern day green day and sure you you may be right in that sense where he is that's a, that's a bold statement okay you really just that, is, that is quite bold. <laughs> okay 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 maybe okay not the prestige of green day but <laughs> okay, maybe, no 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 okay i see what you're saying maybe he's he's up and coming into that type of area yeah but i would yeah. not go as far to say that he can even reach that level right yeah, now green, okay you just kind of because it's like you said it yourself it was like you there's no idols for the genre how are you gonna get that genre moving forward again is to do something new innovative to push it forward and that's what we've that's what artists have done constantly throughout history Starting from jazz music, I mean that's just simple uh, uh, solution for that. And if he's not doing that, I, I calling him Green Day, which was even though I'm not the biggest fan of Green Day, what they did for that genre during that time, uh, it's a pretty bold statement. It's a bold statement. If he's not doing anything new, because Green Day created their own sound. That's that's it's 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 a different. Uh, level of of prestige, in my yeah. opinion. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think that calling them, calling Machine Gun Kelly the Modern Day Green Day, is not necessarily what I was trying to say. You, yeah. I, okay, yeah, let you, me try. You got a little ahead of yourself. Let me try and rephrase what I'm trying to say. I think that his album was really good for the present day, and to have a sense of that nostalgic feeling. In 2020, I felt like it was needed. I felt like he did a really good job of creating a album as a whole. And I think that he may be able to reach the point of a Green Day, not Green Day specifically, but his own version, his own, his own, his own sound, his own, his own type of way of expressing himself. And that's what I, I really loved about the album most was the way that he expressed himself. So he's so. not done with this kind of genre. I, I don't exactly. think so. I don't think that he should finish making music like this. It was good. Don't get me wrong. It was really good. What were your thoughts really? on, on the album? Personally, I did not listen to it. Um, mm. Not a big fan of MGK, at least now. Um, I listened to some of his older stuff. You know, he was... He went pretty hard. He got a couple good songs to walk. He did. That's what I'm like saying. Like, how can they even... A couple like, of not, songs. No... 
Yeah. I mean, MGK, that's fucking machine gun killer. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> From the get-go. That was, a, that was a big name back in the day. But I think, I think... Did you the, go to any fucking parties? Exactly. Did you go to any parties? No. He was played there. No, I didn't, I didn't go to a single party. <laughs> but I think the interesting thing about this album is it's... MGK, back then, was almost a rapper. He was fucking partying, you know, fucking bitches. He was just going hard with Waka, you know what I'm saying? Like, just making good music like that. Yeah, it was just crazy. But <laughs> now he's going into this punk stuff, so I think it's going to give other artists kind of, like, you know, permission you to... You call it punk. That That's what you guys are calling this. I'm going to listen to this album. I, I, call I, it no, no, I, I would say alternative. Uh, alternative is what it's closest to. Because punk is punk. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's alternative. Alternative punk is, is what you could consider. Alternative punk. Maybe uh, a, a ratio of seventy percent alternative and what is 30%. alternative yeah. punk? Yeah. Who, who like is that just Green Day? Is that like what you're kind of getting at? Because like, but uh, is he is he? Because Green Day was still like like riding against society during the time, like 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 uh like really preaching about like the war and like all that shit. Like is he is, like what, what, is he focusing like? Because punk is kind of uh, circled around uh, rebelling. Is he doing any of that, or is it just kind of like love songs? Like what what is he doing? Wait. What I think that he has the the different aspect of it now with musicians of this generation, like for example, I wanna uh, I wanna use Juice World as an example. Like the the artists that are coming R. today, RIP, they are emo. They're very emo in the sense where they're very depressed. They talk about you know sad using rap. drugs to, to yeah. And so you see it with Trippy Red, you see it with Juice World, right? And now you're seeing it with Machine Gun Kelly in his more alternative. Is that what, is he going emo? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone emo. But he's always been. I think he's always, he's always been, been emo. emo. He, he's yeah. had his nails painted since day one. Yeah, his motherfuckers wearing dresses to award shows and shit, and like painting his nails. He's like he's like Thugger now. Young <laughs> Thug did that before him though. I don't know about Wait, that. Well, so Young Thug. Wait, I don't know about that, but yeah, I mean. But I, I'm gonna listen to that. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I see you guys preaching about the well, album. What, what, what have you been listening to? Yeah. Like other than like you said, other than Machine Gun Kelly, let's get off that. Like, what, what else have you guys been like playing in the car? Exactly. Through you want to go, Nathan? Through uh, the bubble. I know you're a big 2020 music advocate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for me, 2020, I think I only listened to Eternal Take. I was the only album. Lil least, Uzi. Yeah. I was the Did you listen album. to 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 the to his other one that just came out? Which one? With Future. With yeah. Future. I, with Future. Okay. Yeah. We can go on. That was really the only album I listened to. That was like the most hyped up album of the year. Um, I'm looking forward to Cuddy's album. Maybe it'll release this year. Maybe it won't. Cuddy. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. Cardi. No. Cuddy. Cuddy. Oh, Cuddy. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Cardi announced that album today. Coming really? out. Um. Fuck. He said he turned it in to for submission. Okay. So. Really? And uh, I think Young Thug is supposed to be dropping an album pretty soon, so I'm looking there forward to that. Go. There we go. Um, what about Frank? That's quality. That's Frank dropping an album? No, but but, but that Young Thug, that that album will be quality. I can uh, assure no you doubt. guys. Yeah, I can assure you guys. But uh, other than that, just been listening to a lot of older music. I know? didn't listen to Eternal to Take. Is it like his best album? No, no, no. no. It's it's to put it in simplest terms, it's. Mid, as everyone fucking says. Jesus fuck. <laughs> mid, as it gets mid, dude. Mid shelf. Did you did you listen to the the baby Pluto one? I did. Did Did you think it was better than Eternal Take? Yes, I did. Honestly. Yeah, and I, I like that album. If you guys haven't listened to that one, that one's a. Great I, I haven't album. listened to it yet. People really shit on the baby or Pluto and baby Pluto a lot, and I don't really understand why. They said it. They they people say that it sounds really similar, but that's kind of what trap is. 
know what I mean? It's I think it's all bangers. The thing is, uh, when it comes to like future, because when I listened to the album, it was really kind of I think conducted in in like a futures production style. But the way like uh, I see futures music is, um, he's not necessarily changing his sound. Um, after every album, he drops like two albums a year. But with his sound that he's created, that he's that that's his, and he owns that. He's been able to produce some of the best music, and I'm talking about not just hits. I'm talking like deep cuts, and I'm talking like classic albums. And um, he's been able to own that sound and do that over and over again, and prove that it, it's long lasting. It's not just short term music. I mean, this shit could really be, like, dude, his his albums that came out in 2014 are still being played today. 2012, 2016, all that shit. Hendrix. Everyone knows that shit. It's always gonna be played. So the, you know the I. And, with that album, the Baby Pluto Pluto one, I, I think it um, is just another extension of that. So if people, I think like Lil Uzi fans, uh, are gonna complain about that, um, I could see why, because it, it's not you know uh, what what they expect. Because they uh, it, it comes with the Lil Uzi, everyone just talks shit, and I just can't I can't with that. Rojo, who? Okay, I I remember we were driving out to uh, Bullhead. Yeah, for my birthday we're going to Arizona yeah. Yeah. and my younger brother Cooper he's 13 and his little friend uh, Wyatt, Wyatt mm-hmm. we asked them who's who, the best rapper who's in the, the best game rapper I think that was, was that was that this year yeah 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 and they said Lil Uzi oh yeah they did yeah. Lil Uzi they said Lil Uzi that's, so, the, that's the, the perspective from a 13 year old yeah oh, wow <laughs> I did not know that I thought it would be like Travis Scott that's what I figured. Like I mean, that. he listens to a lot or of like a Drake. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Cooper listens to Drake. No, I don't think so either. What? My whole opinions on Drake changed since like yeah, my whole, still first Me too. My whole opinion since high school year on Drake has just changed. Why? I yeah, love Drake. <laughs> well, give us. I love Drake. So initially, yeah, I mean, you didn't like Drake. I didn't say yeah. I didn't like Drake. I think that it was overrated, but I think that it was my selfishness. And um, me hating on his success that was speaking, not really my knowledge on, on what I had on him. And I think that was wrong of me to take that kind of uh, opinion and shout it to the world all willy-nilly. Like, and that's really not the case. He's just a guy who really just never fucking loses. And, uh, yeah, that was wrong for me to have said that before. I mean, everyone knows I used to say that before, but that's not the case now. I, I, I don't know to that. I mean, he, that guy's a real motherfucker. So do you see him as... One of the greats, yes. Well, well, do you see him as one of the greats being a rapper or being a superstar? Both. 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 Okay. What what changed your mind? Like, what really changed your mind? Was there a turning point? I think just me as a human being. I think me, me, um, uh, kind of, um, not being so all about my ego. And, and then once you drop that, it's like, like uh, it's like a lot of things that are just like, oh, like, that's why I thought that about that. You know what I mean? And like, that's why, because of my, my ego. I mean, there's just no reason. There was no, there was no real reasons of me not liking him. Like, there was no real reasons. Like, if you heard me talking about it, like, there was absolutely no real reason that was like viable, that like made sense, that like, it just was hate talk. Yeah, I agree. I can relate to that because... I mean, I was on the same page with you where I, I didn't like Drake. I, I just didn't like him. And I think that's part of being like a, a yay fan. Yeah, may, like, maybe it kind of coincides with not liking Drake. But 
you 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 respect him because he is everywhere, bro. He he is dropping hit after hit after hit. He's on the radio every single day, and he's freaking he's he's courtside at the freaking NBA Finals talking shit to these he basketball want, he players, a ring, bro. Baby. He, he has a ring. ring. <laughs> he has a ring. You you gotta respect only that. rapper to have a ring. Yeah. He has a fucking ring. Championship ring. NBA. So I think I was. I feel. I feel like I was in the same boat as you guys because my. I, w- I went back and listened to all of Drake's discography, and I really understood. Like, I, I don't. I used to dislike him in high school, but now I don't. I think he's good. But I think what Aiden said is, it stemmed from being a really big Kanye fan, mm-hmm. and seeing that that dispute between them, it almost kind of like grows a divide between you and that artist as well. You know, you yeah. kind of because you feel for Kanye in a way. Like you want to, you know, support him, and if he fucking doesn't fuck with Drake anymore. I don't fucking yeah, drink anymore, but I, I went. I went back and I, 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 I do see now that, you know, all the way up to Scorpion, I really think Drake's discography is close to being unmatched. Besides a few people, oh, actually, maybe There's not a few unmatched. people, and that's Kanye himself. Kanye himself, yeah. Yeah, I can name a few people that are on that, on that level, but uh, other than that, I mean, I, I, I have to note that Future's album. Was very solid, and there's probably gonna listen to that, but that's another future. album I gotta put for the 2020s. That future yeah. album, man. Freddie Gibbs, Alfredo. Gibbs. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, the weekend after hours. Yes. Definitely. Circles by Mac. Don't sleep Miller. on the weekend. That's my boy. Yeah. Don't sleep circles, on that, man. circles by Mac Miller. Yeah. Did you guys listen to Circles? No, no, no I don't. No. Because it, uh, I just haven't. I, I've just never been a fan of Mac Miller. Mm. Like someone's gotta yeah. change my opinion on. I've listened to so like the. Where I work, they play so much fucking Mac Miller. But I just, I don't know. Like, what, what is so good about him that you guys see? Like, do you, I, and I'm not like discrediting yeah, him because yeah. if he's white. I mean, Jesus Christ. I've been like a freaking Eminem fan. I know many other plenty of white rappers that are better than Mac Miller. Uh, I listen to. But what's like, what's the, uh, what's so great about him exactly? So, before, have you listened to Faces by Mac Miller before? Yeah, that's what they play. Really? They play a lot of faces? Yeah. Play it all the time, buddy. They don't play no Donald Trump and shit like that, you know what I mean? No, I don't expect that. That's a good one right there. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, honestly, for me, it's his lyricism, his beats, his his ability to produce his own beats as well. I think, I don't think there's a lot of white rappers out there that are better than him. Maybe LP is one that comes to mind that I think competes with him, but honestly, I can't think of many other people. But I'm sure there are. But I he's competing with LP. In my opinion, I think Jesus that shit. I think that Mac Miller is one of the best white rappers, not best rapper, but best white rappers. Okay, I mean that's understand. I mean you gotta send me some music, Aiden, if that's the case. No, I definitely will. I definitely I'll send you send you seven eight songs that I think top top Mac Miller, and I want you to listen to it and, and get back to me, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, and then, and then of course, like no, we can't even not talk like fully in depth about the Freddie Gibbs Alfredo album, which is probably um, the most slept on album I think of the year. Every Freddie every Gibbs Freddie Gibbs, Gibbs album, everything, yeah, everything Freddie Gibbs is slept on. Yeah. Everything does. I've been Freddie Gibbs since day one, man. Since day one, mm-hmm. since day one, since uh, twenty thirteen, when that video came out, when him and Madlib were dropping their album for Pinata, that shit was just crazy. But yeah, he he is the most versatile. The most, um, I think he, he he's the perfect blend of, of what rap was, and rap, and what rap is going to be, and he's um, his play style 
with his flow and everything is just absolutely unmatched. I don't think there's, I don't think you guys can name me one rapper that's even close to his freestyle or writing ability, or the way he his 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 actual albums itself. You could put his, all his albums against any rapper right now. I don't think you can match it. I'm sorry, you cannot match it with his with, as far as his rapping ability, rapping ability. There's no one. For rappers in the game right now. Right now. Yeah. You think he's no the, one. You, do you think he's the top rapper in the game? Yes, he is the top rapper of the game. Where would you rank Danny Brown? Danny uh, Brown, he, he would have uh, to he would have to have put in out more more, I think a little bit more output, but I would definitely consider him in my top three. But not a lot of people would consider him in, in their top three because not a lot of people listen to Danny Brown, whom I love. Shouts out to, to my half Filipino brother. He's half Filipino. When did combat come out? For Danny. Did that come out in 2020? Did, did that get early 2020? Or was that last year? Uh, I, I think that that was last year. I feel like that was last year. That was last, last year. year. Yeah. That was last year. I, I, yeah, that. I think so. Was it seven tracks? It was like a nine. No, I didn't feel oh, like I, seven I, tracks. It was, ten. We were I think, I think was it was it ten? That show I think was it was mine. Sure <laughs> well, me and Brian listened to it. We were on fucking... Like, we're on shrooms <laughs> at the beach. <laughs> I did not feel like First seven time. songs. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh, I bet. That was amazing. I think it might have been ten. But yeah, I think that album was really good. Uh, just to talk more about Alfredo, do you guys think that Freddie Gibbs is like his ability gets like almost increased when he works with a high class producer like Alchemist or like Madlib? Um, you know what I mean? Course, no, dude. Yeah, uh, dude. I, 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 when it when it comes down to it, I think when you look at his actual rapping ability, it's always been there since day one. People are just always gonna fall into that 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 love for that style of eight oh eight style beats. They're always gonna love it. And Mad Lib, Alchemist, the way Kanye used to do things. I mean, there's that style of play is never gonna go away. So you just kind of gotta appreciate that greatness and that that co- collaboration for what it is. But I honestly mm-hmm. believe he can go into different directions other than that. I think he should because that's the only way I feel like you can really elevate yourself. You know, because he's what like 34 now. I don't know. I no, have to look up his age, but he started in the game really late. I mean, this guy was—he started popping at like 32, because uh, of his late. beef that he had with Young Jeezy and all his record label issues and all that jazz. But people don't really want to know about that. But he's yeah. 38 years old. He's 38 years 38, old. <laughs> 38. That's the reason why he's so slept on, bro. It's because he's so old. Is that you, you grow attached to these young rappers that enter the game, right? And they relate more to. The younger generation, they're, you got that. On. You, our generation is more into trap, like that. You're not that, relating to Freddie Gibbs. No, you're you're, you're, really you're can't. in awe. You can't. Uh-uh. You're in awe. You are simply in awe of what's going on and the shit that you're hearing and how he's and how he's saying the things that he's saying and the things that he's saying. It's poetry, man. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a different level because he's doing what we loved back then about rap that vicious tenacious rap style that we all love that we're never going to get anymore besides him I think he's like probably what the last one standing I don't know if a Pusha T is up there I would say he's like probably the only other one if I maybe there's a few others that I'm not naming uh, but yeah he's he's the only one he's the only one but other than rap what are you guys listening to other other than rap because there's there's so much more music out there other than the rap because I know like uh Thundercrap uh, not Thundercrap <laughs> shit sorry Thundercat yikes Thundercat Thunder you guys listen to Thundercat <laughs> I, I did I listen did. So <laughs> but Thundercat he dropped an album called uh It is what it is I think, uh, I think that, that album's is great it or whatever it's called It is what it is yeah, it is what it is. yeah. yeah. that's a great album I did I liked it a lot yeah 
I think that's his best album, and I love Thundercat, so I think I gotta put that one up there too. What about you, Brian? What's on your top list? I'd say High Off Life from High Future. Off Life. I'm um, telling you, that's the album is that's most slept on album. Twenty songs, just twenty songs strong, but like just strong. Like fifteen of them, man. Fifteen of them are absolute bangers. Absolute bangers, like play that shit at work. Play all that the time. shit in the car, you know. Right before you go to work or some shit, I don't know. Gets your fucking you, testosterone you go school, levels going, dude. dude. Yeah. yeah, come on then. Gets your testosterone, man. Testosterone, bro. I'm gonna have to listen to it when I work out tomorrow. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, it's a good workout. I, I listen to it on my runs every time. I'll send you a playlist. Okay. See, for me, I like to listen to "Take It to My Downfall" when I run because it's really? it's a really upbeat fucking album. It, it gets me going. I, I'll do a short run. I'll do maybe like four or five miles. Sure. What yeah. is he talking about in the album? Like, what's what's what, what does he dwell into? As far as uh, like, a lot of relationship uh, yeah. issues, it's a lot of relationship problems. I, I would say, and more mm-hmm. of his slower type stuff in, slower in the slower songs. Stuff. Uh, when like, it comes it? to the the punk or the, what he says, punk or more alternative upbeat songs, what what would you say he talks about? Um, drunk face, for example, I think his third track on the album. He talks about being young and just kind of like. Not growing up, being some immature young fucking kid in the music industry and just just wasting his time, you know, not really focusing on what he should be focusing about. So that's that's more of like that. What what I'm talking about. Um, what else? There's a lot of relationship stuff. I mean. He talks about Megan Fox. He's talking about Megan Fox when he's talking. Megan about Megan Fox was in his video, huh? That's his girlfriend, <laughs> That's bro. His girlfriend. That's his girlfriend. I thought it was like uh, Summer Ray. Oh no no no! Long long gone long gone long gone. Kick, kick to the curb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he's talking God, about his relationship uh, with Megan Fox. Yeah. I mean, did he go into like any like I I I, I thought he had like some issues with drugs or alcohol. I'm not sure what it was. He does yeah. talk about yeah, drugs. Yeah, he well. does. He does. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting. I'll I'll give it a listen. Just give it a shot. You know. I was I, I think I, I listened to the one of like I think I watched this music video with Megan Fox I think I, but I, I didn't really listen to it but I'll, I'll, I'll what was the name Bloody it. Valentine that Bloody was Valentine, Valentine. Yeah, yeah. Was Bloody Valentine is that like his hit that's a single there's a couple I I don't did he drop that song as a single he, I know that was the music video that's for sure yeah how just, long is this album yeah that was this that was one of the singles that he dropped I think the deluxe version is closer to an hour right like yeah thirty minute thirty five minute yeah. I'll, listen, I'll take a listen. Yeah, man. 2020 music, been flat. I don't even, I'm not even really listening to, like, music from... Dude, my car stereo fucking, like, shut off, and I haven't been able to listen to music. Yeah. Ever. That's ass. It's ass. You just got a speaker in your car now, or what? Just a little portable speaker? <laughs> yeah, a little portable. <laughs> gotta, gotta charge that shit. A little JBL chilling. Fucking yeah, JBL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking JBL. <laughs> Kip, fuck, Kip's radio blew out in his truck, so oh, yeah. he's Jeez. driving everywhere with some headphones in. Fucking cool. Driving home from Vegas. I don't know how the hell he yeah, does that. Yeah, from Vegas, man. From Vegas, he's got headphones. Good headphones. headphones. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> one more album I want to talk about. I don't know if you guys listen to this, but 31520 by Childish Gambino. Did you guys listen to that? Oh, oh, I didn't get to... I, 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 I got to skim it. I got to skim it. What What... He he he! I, it was some whole ass different shit that he oh, was putting yeah. out. I would, I, I don't know if I would call it innovative, but it was definitely experimental. Was it good? I would say it was good. I had it top ten. <laughs> I would say it was good. 
Honestly. Oh man, I mean, childish I, game. I think I listened to a few songs that were very like, uh, uh, like I felt like I was like in space or something. But there's like not a lot of drums, huh? No, not a lot of 808 type style beats in there at all. But I will say that there is feels of influence from Yeezus and Prince in the same album, which blew my mind. The fact that he had two of those different influences in one really fucked me up. I'll tell you the songs right now. What is he taking from Prince? What What is he... The type of uh, vocalist style that Prince uses, like... His singing. Yeah, his singing. Yeah. The type of beat that he uses in there. And then from Yeezus, just the experimental industrial um, sound that Yeezus intertakes, like from maybe I Am A God, is what I would describe the sound. sound That's like. a crazy fucking track, because it sounds like that. Not everything, but there's two songs in there specifically that he takes influences from. And then there's other ones that are straight uh, acoustic, like fast-paced singing. And then there's, you know, have you heard the song Feels Like Summer? That's yeah. A, that was a big hit. There's songs yeah. like that on there. I mean, it, it's a really out-of-place, wacky album. And I, I don't know that, how I felt about that it was, song. It was meant to Feels be like, like summer. that. I, it sounds really good. I, I, I don't know if it was altered... For the album, but I think it's different from the single that he put out. I think okay. it's extended. I'll listen to it. I like Childish Gambino. I, I love his last album. I, I loved it. But yeah, a really out of place feeling album. I mean, that kind of fits into this year almost, actually, not to say, say that. Yeah, I, I don't know where music's going to be in like the next five years because there's no. Um, no one's really taking direction out of it. You know what I mean? We're just kind of like sucking up what's left of like the artists from 2010. Let me see if I make Sorry, keep going. Yeah, there's no one new. I mean, yeah. I'm only be really excited if I'm like from what the albums that you said. It's probably only Young Thug who I'd be excited for. I'm not excited for Cardi. I'm not excited for Uzi. I'm not excited for really any of them. So I'd probably just uh, I'm really it's gonna be a guessing game the next five years about like where where it's gonna go. What about uh, Cuddy? Kid Cuddy. Um, <clears throat> I mean, like I said, you know. Um, Unless Kid Cudi just decides to... I mean, he, he always is making something new, but um, I think he has his own style of sound. And like I said, I, I feel like we're like sucking up what's left of like the artists from 2010 and that so on and so forth. Like Drake, Kid Cudi, we're getting what's last of what's left from Kanye because we've just been kind of like, you know, that's all we got. So, you know, it's pretty... It's going to be pretty interesting. Next five, ten years, who's going to really kind of take the ball? You know what I mean? All these new artists, man, have been just underwhelming. You know, you got like, you know, Tekashi Six Nine. You know, guys like that. Uh, yeah, a boogie in the rap game. Uh, they're just, they have no direction. Because when we were in high school, it was all like to pimp a butterfly. Good Kid, Mad City was out. I mean, we had shit that was just like. I mean, we had we can't get enough of it. I mean, we, we had, had the we had the best of the 2010s. Yeah, in really high school to to inspire us. We had that like almost best of yeah. kind of feeling. Yeah, it will that will be the best of the so 2010 out, era. So out of high school, what's like the most shocking album like to this day that just like was the best to you? Like, like it's to this day blows your mind from like your high school days. You know your that one. your teen your <laughs> teens. Or you point to your kids, you guess. My beautiful, oh, yeah, twisted, twisted fantasy. fantasy. Well, that wasn't high school. That was 
That was, that was more 2010. That was, yeah. Okay, we're talking high school? Yeah. Kitsu Ghost came out when we graduated. The summer, the summer after I graduated. Yeah. After we all graduated. Yeah, what do you think was the best, Aiden? That's a tough question, man. I'm have to think back a little bit. Um, Starting from like no, 2013. No. Okay. Like Good Kid, Bad City and shit. I'm trying to think of what I was listening to. Personally, I was a huge fan of The Life of Pablo. Really? Yeah. I... The, the time that it had dropped was like that whole kind of cancel Kanye, like fuck Kanye, right? Right after it dropped, right after he dropped Famous, and it was more like a fuck you, Kanye, like, oh, you, you want to talk shit on Taylor Swift, like all this kind of <laughs> these bullshit fucking right. music fans. I, I really enjoy that album. I, I love it top to bottom. Um, I don't know if that would be my, the one that really, you know, set the tone for my high school years, but that's one that I really did like a lot. You think it's better than Yeezus? I'll let you answer that. Mm. I think that's a really good question. No. No. Because Yeezus was just... You did not expect a single thing from Yeezus from, like, from what, what it was. Like, like You said Kanye was taking hate. I mean, if you think Kanye was taking hate during the life of Pablo time, did you see the amount of t- the hate he was taking during the Yeezus era? Well, yeah, it was like the hate from Yeezus then just kept going to the life of Pablo, right? And it was just... That was, like, that was like the, the time, end of Kanye. But by the time... Kanye had gotten to the life of Pablo, the Yeezus album had already been solidified as a classic, and like even like how he did all this stuff at Madison Square Garden, and everything. I mean, this guy, he was already even though he he might have been hated because he's always been hated, he was the biggest fucking trend in the world again at that time. With Yeezus, he was like getting shut down all the way. I mean, until like until like after the life of Pablo, we started getting like all those mental issues. I mm-hmm. mean, that that's separate, yeah. but like. Like pre, uh, you're talking like pre-album. Uh, I think like Jesus. I mean, he was like supposed to be canceled, like actually canceled, canceled. Bro, he shocked the world. And I was telling Rojo the other day, we were driving to dinner, and I was driving over here to come pick him up, and I was just looking. I lo- I looked up Kanye on the podcast app, oh, and yeah. with the, the there's two podcasts. There's only two that came up, and they're both by NPR, right? And it was the title just said Jesus, so I clicked on it. Right, it's from 2016. And it was a day or two after Kanye performed I Am A God on Saturday Night Live. And they're talking about how, like, he just fucking stunned the world. And how after he finished his performance, he played Black Skinhead as well on, on Saturday Night Live. I think I watched that. Did we watch that video? Mm-hmm. And, and so they're, they're talking about how after the show, right, where they're all out there on the stage and they're all kind of hugging and laughing. Mm-hmm. You got all of the actors there, you know, having a good time. And then you got Ye standing over in the corner and nobody is looking at him. Nobody's talking to him. None of that. Because he just fucking did what, what nobody would have ever expected, right? He, he just, he changed the whole fucking, the whole game. He changed the world in that second right there for what, what you could produce as an artist, what you could drop as an artist. And what Kanye was, was... I'm going to put whatever the fuck I want out there. You take it as it is. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. You, this is my favorite album. Kanye West. It's the best. Wow. It's wow. The best. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, I can't even, like, you can't get mad at that because you can say any fucking Kanye album is your favorite and the best. No, you and can. It's just, <clears throat> no, you, you, can. Can, you can debate it. 
I feel like you can. You can. But it'd be a long debate. That would be one. Yeah, 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 but you 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 can't say about every Kanye album. There's about like two, maybe three. Yeah, three. You can say three. I I don't know. I I I love to. I I I could debate someone about my beautiful my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I don't I don't think that's his best album. It's not better than um, Graduation. Do you think it's top three, at least? It's fighting. It's fighting against late registration. That'd be close. 